All right, we rolling? Uh, yep. All right, you guys, we're here September 25th, 2016, 9 p.m., and we're doing an EVP session along with Ouija Board uh, to see if we find anything, and here we go. <laughs> you guys are stupid. Ouija Boards are for kids. I, I know, usually, but they, I bought this one off this guy at the flea market, and he said it was really, really old, so it's totally going to work. Just just wait and see. All right, uh, everybody put your hands on the slider. Uh, I'm a little nervous. What, what, what do you want to ask it, though? Uh, let, let's just start off simple. Okay. Uh, is there anybody here with us tonight? Yes. Knock it off. Knock it off. You just slid that to yes. Dude, I did not. All right. uh, What are you here for? Jay. I. What? M. Dude, no, 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 no. No, I don't like this, you guys. Maybe it just, you know, wants to be your friend, like uh, Casper. Oh, Oh, jeez. Dude, it just got super cold in here. Are you guys cold? No. Oh, no. Dude, something just breathed on me. I don't don't see anything. I'm not doing this. James, (laughs) what just happened? I don't even know. (laughs) Jay, were you moving it? (laughs) Yeah. Listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Wicked drum solo, James. Thank you. <laughs> Playing a little it, air drums. It is episode yeah. six. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. What's up, Justin? Hey. <laughs> that, that, is that our thing now? Whenever we do it, it's like, oh, hi, Justin. How are you? <laughs> oh, Justin's here. This show wouldn't be possible without Justin. Not at all. I gotta go. My dad's here. No. He's my ride. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna sound like shit. Uh, so what's going on, guys? How hmm. you doing? Uh, nothing. I'm just enjoying this nice brew. Yeah. Not drinking our uh, special brew yet. Not yet. Just having a couple of busy lizzies. A little utility utility beer action. A little bit of Bud Light. Yeah, but you gotta chill but it down. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of specialty beer, oh yes, I'm just gonna jump right into it. Uh, do it. Uh, well, today we are talking about ghosts, ghosts, ghosties, ghoulies, and uh, and Patrick Swayze. And Patrick uh, Swayze. Now I'm now I'm really upset Wait. that I didn't watch the Ghoulies movies. <laughs> Was it? I, those aren't ghosts. No, but you said Ghoulies. Now I want to watch them. Yeah. Those, 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 <sighs> come on. Um. So right now, let me grab you your. Your brewskis, boys. Hi, guy. Um, Today from uh, Rogue Brewery, we're drinking Dead Guy Ale. Because what are ghosts? A bunch of dead guys. A bunch of dead guys. (laughs) A bunch of dead guys. (laughs) And, uh, well, these guys are cracking their beers and trying them out. I'm going to attempt to (laughs) to read (laughs) the freaking box way better than I did last week because I sounded like I... Uh, was in a uh, remedial reading you, class last you, week. You, you have problems, I get it. Yeah, well, this one's easier to read. Uh, Dead Guy Ale from Rogue Brewery in Newport, Oregon, USA. Gratefully dedicated to the rogue in each of us, Dead Guy Ale's image depicting a skeleton with a beehive hat is in honor of the Mayan Day of the Dead. La so- oh. oh, I didn't know I was going to have to read Spanish. <laughs> La cerveza que es buena y buena para usted. He did that way better than I could have. Did I think? I don't know what that, that means. Was, that was better than your English last week. <laughs> this this beer is so good. It's good. So I, 
I, I don't speak <laughs> <Never> Spanish. <laughs> We're no, the Spanish I've, sounded I've, great. I've never, I've never actually had this before. I know you have. I have, right? yeah, I have. Um, so I'm gonna give it a little try. Why don't do you it. talk about? Oh, here. We'll give Cheers. It a little taste. Cheers. I like you guys. I like you guys. Well, damn it! If uh, that isn't delicious, yes, that's really is. good. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Yes, sir. You know, you'll probably notice <laughs> there's not a whole lot of beers that we meet that we don't <laughs> like. So, if you're coming to this podcast to get uh, to get um, recommendations for critical, or yeah, like critical cr- analysis, <laughs> critical analysis of beer, this is the wrong place to do it because yep. we just we really like beer. Um, and if you hear us talk bad about your beer, it must be really bad. <laughs> yeah. Maybe get out. Maybe get out of the brewing business. Give us, but but if it's bad now, give us like five years, and we'll come back to it, and we'll love it. Or give it us, or give happens. us, or give us five beers. <laughs> After five, we might like it. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's what happened. So, uh, that's what happened with uh, uh, Bigfoot Ale. Bigfoot's Dick Ale. Okay, yeah. So, uh, well, okay, back back when we were still. I don't know. We were pretty seasoned drinkers at this point. I have no idea. We um, we when, only really ever drank say, utility beer. Yeah, we we drank a lot of different beers, but we still had trash pallets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trash pallet, garbage pallet. Uh, so, um, so we drank a lot of utility beer. What did we drink at practice all the time? Um, Bud Light and Reunity Lambrusco. Beast Ice and Beast Ice. Oh. <laughs> Bud Light. What'd you say? <laughs> Reunity Lambrusco. Oh, Reunity. on Ice. Mmm, that's nice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so we, so me and uh, well, Mike, Mike got this six pack of it's uh, Sierra Nevada, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Sierra Sierra Nevada makes it. It's big, Sasquatch. It's Bigfoot's ale. Oh, it's called uh, yeah, uh, Bigfoot's ale. Well, the thing ale. is, this it, it's a barley wine. I don't think any of us had ever drank a barley wine before, right. and it was such a shock to our palate. <laughs> Tasted like straight perfume. Yeah, there we was are, yeah, right. yeah. There was. I mean, how many of us were sitting? It was in your no, we your were, now wife's my now wife's. Parents' house. Parents' house, because her brother was in the band yes, with us, dodging the Dalmatian that was trying to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so Mike bought this six pack of Sierra Nevada Bigfoot ale. Now, now I had never had it, but I saw Bigfoot. Right. And I saw beer. Sure. It seemed like it was a good idea. Between the between the six of us, we couldn't choke down like three of them. No, no, we couldn't choke down one. It was literally. Oh, was it one? One. Mike. Yeah. I started it. I, I I couldn't do it. I had like two sips, three sips. Like, I can't do this. I think I gave it to our buddy Brian. He tried it, was done with it. And then you grabbed the bottle and you're like, oh, I'll show you how it's done. And you tried to chug Those it. Bunch of and you damn near threw up everywhere because you tried to chug this bottle of barley wine. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> I, I do remember getting there a little later after you guys were already trying this. And uh, you're like, yeah, go crack up one of those beers and have them. You're like, <laughs> and, and, oh, yeah. and not telling me how terrible it was. And I proceeded to slam. The entire beer. <laughs> well, fast well, forward. So, well, so my, for, my, for, my, farts, for, my farts smelled perfumely delicious the next day. So for years, we we dubbed this Bigfoot's Dick Ale, which we apologize if there's anyone listening from Sierra Nevada right now. Hopefully there is. Not because we're calling it Bigfoot's Dick Ale, but because we... Well, we, we clearly just didn't have the right... Appreciation. Yeah, the appreciation for that that type of beer. We were uncultured swine in the beer world. Yes, now we are cultured swine. Now we are very much cultured. I've had it since then, and uh, I I love it now. Well, me and and Mike went to watch a a lovely found footage movie, as we so often do, called Exists. Yes. 
which is about Bigfoot, and it's spoiler awesome. spoiler. When we do our Bigfoot episode, I guarantee you we're going to be drinking Bigfoot ale, and we're going to be talking about exists again. <laughs> and we'll probably tell this story again because we'll forget by then. Probably. But uh, it, no, so we we were watching exists. We're like we're watching a Bigfoot movie. We should probably try this stuff again, and it was delicious. Awesome! Like I remember as soon as we drank, we it, we're both like, we're both just like, all right, I'll do it if you do it. We both took a sip, and then we both looked at each other and we're like, this is really fucking good. Like, what is wrong with us? Yeah, we're dumb. <laughs> just so hey, Sierra Nevada, send us cases of Bigfoot's ale. Yeah, I'm sure after <laughs> I'm sure after they hear that we called their beer Bigfoot's Dick for six years, they're gonna just send us a bunch of free stuff. Or we just gave them an idea, and now they're gonna make a, a spin off of that <laughs> called Bigfoot's, Bigfoot's Dick. Dick Ale. Okay. And, <laughs> um. Uh, so before we uh, before we get started, I feel the need to to apologize for something in advance. If I am talking all night. Like it sounds like I have like a dick in my mouth. It's Bigfoot. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had somewhat of a freak tortilla chip accident the other night when I was eating. At least I think that's what happened. And I somehow managed to gash the side of my tongue open. And so now my tongue's nice and swollen and it really hurts to talk. <laughs> so I'm kinda talking like this all night and it's gonna really be annoying. Mike was Mike was watching the Evil Dead remake and it got to the part where the the chick slices her tongue in half and he's like Looks at the chip, <laughs> looks at the screen, looks back at the chip, starts slicing into his tongue with yep. a tortilla chip. That was it. <laughs> it's okay right now, but I have a feeling once we start talking, it's going to really start showing. <laughs> did you gargle with salt water I and did. Listerine like my I wife did. told you to? I did. All Not right. Listerine, but salt water. Okay. Um... um Anyway, yeah, so that's what's going on with me if I start sounding really weird. It's, it's not, not, the, it's it's not, not the beers kicking in or well, nothing well, like well, that. Hopefully the beers will start to kick in, and then my tongue will just go numb. That's what I'm hoping. We'll see. Um, so uh, Speaking of Evil Dead, I have a oh, correction. Actually, oh, actually. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Is that what you are going to get at? Yeah, corrections. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, so this is less of a correction and more of a... Uh, and in addition to something we were talking about, we were talking about the Evil Dead extended cut that's going to be coming out hopefully yeah. this um, uh, Halloween. Yep. And uh, I had mentioned something about the very end scene with the pickup truck, where it was rumored that that was Ash in the pickup truck, and and uh, and that that's how he they tie his character into the movie. Um, well, it turns out this extended cut, if this is what it is, was already broadcast before. <clears throat> And uh, it was Britain's, uh, it was a UK channel called Channel 4. With this scene? Well, it's the full extended cut, yeah. And there's a whole bunch of differences. It's only been showed the one time, the best that I could uh, that I could read. Um, thing is, is, though, that pickup truck scene that I was talking about that mm -hmm. I had thought had Bruce Campbell in it, yeah. that scene is in the end of that movie, mm -hmm. and it's not Bruce Campbell. It's just a random guy, a random old man, I guess, that finds her on the side of the road. Really? Yeah. So, so that scene was shot. Um, it was like I said, maybe it was written different. Who knows? Maybe that's yeah, where that because after had come after from. you mentioned that last week, I I suddenly remembered that I had heard about maybe it was from you that I had heard that that was a rumored scene. Yeah, in Pro the probably because I'm, so. I'm sure I talked about it a lot. Yeah, but um, um, but yeah. So I mean, hopefully, hopefully there's still more to it. Maybe maybe they just reshot it differently because they decided against. I, I don't know. I'm still gonna hold out hope, even though it's a very small sliver of hope. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't have any corrections per se. I wanted to apologize real quick because last week when we were talking about Anaconda, I, <laughs> I just like completely spaced out and started eating a cliff bar. <laughs> and I'm listening back to the episode to see if we need to make any corrections or anything this week. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that sounds gross. I'm like, I was like, 
all of a sudden it sounded like I had a lot of saliva in my mouth and stuff. And then Mike calls me. He's like, dude, were you eating something when we were talking about anaconda? It's like, it sounds fucking disgusting. So if I grossed anybody out, I apologize for that. Yeah, you and your sloppy jowls. Sloppy jowls. <laughs> Do you have any more corrections? Um, no, I, actually, that's it. We've been surprisingly been pretty good. Probably, sure, probably not. I'm sure maybe, there was more, but maybe we're just not catching stuff. Yeah, listen, not uh, if you're listening to this um, and we are saying something, <clears throat> and you you listen to it and you're like, what What are they talking about? That's so wrong. I know more than them. We're sure you do. So email us, yeah, the BuzzkillPodcast at gmail.com. Tell us we're wrong, and uh, your correction will make it onto the show, provided you're right. And you'll get a little shout out. Yeah. So uh, do it. Shout out. And don't start just telling us we're wrong about opinions because we'll, <laughs> we'll kill you. <laughs> you, you, sir. <laughs> and wrong we, uh, about Evil Dead too. If we start talking about something and we th- we think we might be wrong or we're not sure, we, we, we probably are wrong. But we'll just <laughs> let you know about it, you know. So we'll cor- make sure to always correct it in the following episode. Truth. Always. Yeah. Always. All right. I have some news, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You want to hear some news? Mm-hmm. Some exciting. Did you tell? Things. Did you tell your parents already, or are they going to find out through this? Um, I've been worshiping Satan. Oh, okay. For no. <laughs> <laughs> um. So right on the heels of Tremors Five that was released, oh, I believe yeah. about a year ago. Mm-hmm. It was announced this week that we are getting a Tremors Six. Oh right. yeah. Starring Jamie Kennedy. Which I believe he was in the last one, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't see Chalmers 5. And then uh, I always forget the actor's name, but Burt. Uh, Michael Gross. Yes. Uh, He's so in every single yes. one. No, Isn't he, he, the... he was not in two. If I'm not mistaken, he was not in two. Are you sure? Almost positive. The other guy was. Um, um, I'm fairly certain he was not in two. Uh, when you say the other guy, you mean like the the, yeah, the I guy opposite Kevin Bacon? Yes, I don't uh, know. F- uh, Fred Ward. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty cool. I mean, I, like I said, I haven't been keeping up on them. I think I stopped watching them after three, but I've been wanting to see them. I know well, four was like the, the old West one, wasn't it? Or was that? I, yeah, that I was four. So, that yeah. five was, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of lost track, to be honest with you. And there's a TV series as well, isn't there? I, well, I hope so. Uh, 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 Kevin Bacon is there... working on a TV series, which he will be producing and starring in. So that's good news. If they keep if they keep doing these uh, these movies and then somehow connect it into the TV show, mm-hmm. that would be fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, fingers crossed that's going to actually be good. I can see that being maybe not good. <laughs> not, not that you need another TV series to, uh, to right, keep up with. Right, but right. Hey, hey, do what I can. All right. Um, so last week we talked about a, uh, a new trailer called uh, from a movie called Dead Awake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this week we got the first look at the poster for it. And I tell you what, it is... Uh, creepy as all hell dead awake if you forget if you didn't hear it or you forget is uh it's about sleep paralysis and things happening to you when you literally can't move the poster is probably one of the creepiest things i have ever seen can i tell you this is my nightmare yes i know i I, as soon as i saw this i knew you were gonna say that in fact i'm i may have had a nightmare about this last night it's uh that's uh jocelyn donahue on the cover yep uh who you might know from house of the devil or uh, she was in one of the shorts in um, Holidays. Yes, yes. She was in Father's Day, yep. which was amazing. Which one, one of the ones that we really liked. And uh, in this poster, 
it's her uh it's it's just her profile she's laying on her pillow in bed eyes wide open eyes wide open tear one single tear coming from her eye and a a spider right down just <laughs> dropping dab smack into the middle of her face she's watching this oh, oh the worst. God. oh if i'm laying in bed at night and i feel like my my sheet brush up against my arm because my fan blew it i want to burn my fucking house down oh, because dude, I, I think i think because i think it's I, a I spider or something i can't tell you how many times every single day during the summer because you like living kind of close to the water as we do you know we're pretty pretty close to lake st mm-hmm. Clair. you're right next to it i'm right on it yeah spiders everywhere and they're the size of when i see them i know that they're probably not actually this size but to me they look like they're the size of my fist there was <laughs> there was <laughs> that there was a spider the size of your fist at your house i'm fairly sure not only would you be setting records mm-hmm. i will burn your house down yeah we'll all get together and we'll burn <laughs> my house down yes Last week, we talked about killer animals, but we made a rule to not talk about insectoids and arachnids yes. and stuff because we're going to do a whole other uh, uh, deal with that. But that, if you're talking about going up against animals of any kind, spiders. Yep. Just kill me now. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. Dude, dude, I'm with you. They, It's <laughs> weird. Like, um, you know, I'm not going to get into it. We'll save it for that. Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. We'll save we'll it. We'll get into it. Um, and the last bit of news that I have is apparently we are on the verge of getting a new reanimator movie. Really? Yes. Are you guys fans of the reanimator movie, the, the series or anything? Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the deal. Apparently it's essentially a remake and, um, uh, uh, what's, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. What's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs thus far has nothing to do with it. Oh, which is kind of upset, upsetting. On the bright side, though, the guys that are making it, uh, they're what they want to do is, I guess, they want to write the the story is going to be more of a, a straightforward adaptation from the H.P. Lovecraft story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be way darker. It's not going to have. It doesn't sound like any of the, the, the weird, crazy stuff that they put into it. Um, you know, Stuart Gordon directed the uh, the original Reanimator, and apparently he has nothing to do with it either. So this could either be really good or really bad, I think, depending on how they they do it. Um, but I thought that was that was that was pretty cool. You know, uh, you've been hearing there was like there's some like whoa oh technical difficulties. Hey-o. <gasps> that was a ghost. That was the ghost. That was the ghost. Or is that my phone? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, yeah, there, apparently there was one last. Um, Reanimator movie that Jeffrey Combs was supposed to star in that okay. they wanted to make for the longest time. He was like in the White House or something like that. Some I don't know, but uh, I uh, I just looked it up just because you were talking about it, just because I was curious about yeah. uh, who was in it. Um, Jonathan, Sh- I'm gonna butcher his last name. Jonathan Shake. Yeah, is playing Herbert West, who's uh, um, no no Jonathan Shake is directing it. No, mm, no, yeah, no, Serge Levin is directing it. No, I'm sorry. He he wrote it. Jonathan Shake wrote it. it says right, I'm, I'm actually reading it right now. It says oh, okay. Serge Levin has confirmed to us that he is in fact directing a screenplay that he wrote with growing horror icon Jonathan Shake. But Brad, who Brad, can be seen in? I'm sorry, you're right. He is an actor. Brad, Dur- uh, Brad Duriff. Yes, I saw that. Is in it, and, as well uh, as Lynn Shay, who Lynn we're going to be talking about later. Yep, so absolutely. So cool. uh, so yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Like yeah, said, definitely. It, it could be either really good or really bad depending on how they do it. I'm sure the original H.P. Lovecraft story is amazing, so I'm not worried about that. Oh, you've never read it. I have not. Oh, dude. I'm sure it's amazing. So good. It's just sometimes those direct adaptations, you know, sometimes they 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 add things to them for a reason. Yeah. So hopefully 
the the original story is is good enough and you know the the story like do you actually get scared when you read stories and books and no, stuff no the 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 actual like the big, original big words scare me <laughs> but that's about the extent of it floxy nasi nihilopilification um no the original reanimator story I, when i i was probably 15 16 when i first read it and mm-hmm. it genuinely frightened me Did it? how close to it is is it to the uh to the movie oh jeez i haven't seen i haven't seen the movie in forever okay when that come out like 85 87 uh, something like or that. something yeah, like that I'm not sure I, I have no idea um, but yeah I haven't seen it in a long long time that's one series I've seen I've only ever actually seen the first Reanimator uh, I've never seen Bride of Reanimator or the, or the other ones I'd be very interested to watch them and then uh, we can do a yeah retrospective a retrospective a retrospective mm-hmm. I always say that word and we've never done it but <laughs> uh, well we're going to we're soon, going to hopefully we're going to we if have, we could get to the friggin theater to see well, Blair Witch. Yes, we were supposed to. Yeah, full full disclosure. We were supposed to be doing a Blair Witch retrospective this week, and well, unfortunately, that didn't happen. I noticed that a lot. There's there was a lot of other podcasts talking about Blair Witch this week, so we'll just be fashionably late to the party. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that as we are always. <laughs> so is, uh, that kind of does it for news, then, eh? It does. That does. All right. Um, so uh, yeah. What did you uh, What did you watch this week? I watched a bunch of stuff this week. I'm not going to talk about all of it. I will talk about some of it, though. Okay, go ahead. I watched a, uh, a flick that I have been meaning to watch, excuse me, for a very long time, a movie called The Grave Dancers, directed by one of my <laughs> one of my favorite up-and-coming directors, Mike Mendez. I've seen Grave Dancers. You've seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh, computer. Oh, did your computer, computer just die? It's okay. No. I got it oh, you sent it to yourself? Oh, good. Yeah, my computer has been overheating yeah. like crazy lately, so um, I got this. Uh, I got this trusty 2003 Hewlett Packard right here. That's Oh, no, it's a Dell. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. dude. You're getting a Dell. <laughs> that guy's in jail now. Yeah, don't ever buy uh, an HP because they will overheat on you. Anyway, um, so I watched The Grave Dancers, directed by Mike Mendez, who did one of my, my favorite movies in in, in, a, in a while. He did a movie called Big Ass Spider. Big Ass Spider. Which I did, I did not <laughs> expect much going into it, but that movie's so playful. It's, it's like a giant spider movie. We'll get into that more when we do our insectoid episode. But... Actually, when I watched Grave Dancers, I, I didn't know that Mike Mendez directed it. How long ago did you watch it? Like, were you even aware of him? Uh, two years ago, maybe. So were you really even aware of him, though? Probably when, not, yeah. really, no. Um, he also did another one of my favorite movies to come out, and this is part of the whole mashup, uh, you know, monster movie genre. Yeah. But it, it's my, it's my aside from, um, uh, oh, God, what was the movie? Uh, 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 Piranaconda. Piranaconda. <laughs> I love that name so much. Man. He did, uh, Mike Mendez also directed a movie called Lava Lantula. Lava Land. <laughs> Which is, I, 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 I feel the need to, after you say all these, like, Piranaconda, Lava Lantula. Lava Lantula. Um, <laughs> that movie is essentially about uh, tarantulas that spew lava out of their mouths. Yeah. <laughs> and it's starring um, Ralph Garman. Which is uh, which? Which he is the co-host of Hollywood Babylon, which is yeah. a podcast I listen to all the time with uh, Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so the Grave Dancers. Did you like it when you saw it? Um, e, e, what? Well, it's been it, like I said a couple years since mm-hmm. I, I've seen it, but uh, yeah, I, I it, it's got some flaws, but I do it's remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember like some of the ghosts actually were pretty freaky to me like the um, chick with the big creepy smile on her face all the, the time and the stuff. ghosts were very weird 
Um, because yeah. essentially, not to give away too many spoilers here, the ghosts like they're they they, they look like they look like people with giant like almost like clown happy face masks mm-hmm. on is what they look like and Which it was a weird choice you'd never knowing, seen that before though right? no i haven't and, and knowing, it's kind of freaky knowing the rest of mike mendez's work though it makes sense because he always does very playful things yeah and so i get that it makes a lot of sense yeah just kind of um, like over the top sort of it was uh it was starring dominic purcell which i don't know that name might not sound familiar but if you watch uh the flash or legends of tomorrow uh, he is uh, he is in in those shows. Uh, I'm, his name is escaping me. I had it on my computer, but it's gone now. But uh, he's the uh, the fire guy. I can't think of his name, but he's on, on those what, shows. On what show? On the Flash and uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Mick something. Yeah, Mick. That's yeah. his name. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then also starring Claire Kramer, who you would know from uh, such horror movies like Bring It On. <laughs> hey, I like uh, bringing it on. And then she also played the role of Glory on uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. She was the antagonist from the uh, fifth season, which is where I know her from mostly, because I was a huge Buffy nerd back in the day. Of course. Um, yeah, but like I was saying though, the ghosts in this movie were 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 kind of weird. I mean, there's one scene where the ghost get gets hit by a car and put through a house, and it's like if you're a ghost. How exactly do you get hit by a car? Yeah, <laughs> I remember I watched that. And I was like, I that's that's a little bit strange. Wasn't there a was there a giant head? Yes. somewhere in that movie I was gonna too. Get, I was going to get to that. the The effects at the very end are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> they're so they're so cool. Like I'm not going to give away how it happens or whatever, but just know that at the very end there is a giant ghost head that is chasing down Dominic Purcell's character. Uh, and then he gets grabbed by this giant ghost hand that comes out of the ground and it like snatches him and is dragging him across the ground and sucks him into the ground. And it's so cool. Like it reminds me of like, like, um, the kind of things that you would see in like an old, like Nintendo fighting game, like the superpowers where the big hand comes out of the ground and grabs your opponent. (laughs) Like, I don't know why that's what it reminds me of like an old like Mortal Kombat move or something or clay fighter. Probably more of a clay fighter thing. Clay fighter, damn! Nice deep, reference. I, deep, deep cuts, man. I love clay fighter. Um, but yeah, I liked it though. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, again, like I've been, like I always say, this is one of those ones that I've had sitting on my shelf for a long time. Finally, put it in. Dug it. Seems like all the movies that I've watched have to do with ghosts, even though I watched them before we decided on a topic for this week. Yeah. <laughs> so. It just is what it is. Because up until yesterday, (laughs) we were doing Blair Witch. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Um, So I, uh, as just just like every other frigging week of my life, I didn't watch a ton because I've got kids and and stuff like that. But uh, last week I talked about The Birch. Did you watch The Birch yet? Um, No. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) It's four minutes long. And I've I've seriously reminded Mike to watch it every single day, multiple times a day, since last week. Um, well, I started I started watching. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna surprise you, and it's gonna happen. (laughs) No, it's not. It's never gonna happen. Just because you hate me so much that you just won't do it out of spite. Before Um, we before we move on to what you're talking about, what you're gonna talk about, are you gonna go back to grave dancers? No, 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 no. no. Can Can I mention one more thing? Sure. About a movie that I watched. Okay. Um, I watched this other movie called The Birch. Have you have you heard about this movie? <laughs> did you watch it? Have you heard about this? Did you watch it? Yes, I did, finally. You, and what'd you think? <laughs> I loved it. Yeah? It was great. Yeah. Awesome, I want right? to see I want to see a feature with that 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 creature in it. Yeah. So bad. Well, that's like like I said, like if you it it came across as a trailer to me. Like um, with the like with the voice over from the old lady and it stuff didn't, like didn't. that. I can see how you might think that. Um 
it still it still had the the the, the layout of a short film to me though. Yeah. Um, well, once I realized that I you know. Yeah, I'd... yeah. I just wish that you could have seen the the birch character though, the old lady, like uh, the lady. I'm assuming it's an old lady. The the, the, the birch creature. Yeah, the birch. Know, a, a... It looked feminine, sort of in her sure. grossness, but yeah. um, you know, I I wish that you would would have seen her kill the kid. You only really see her standing there, and it's all kind of implied. But you see the bloody knife in the kids in 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 the the kid who was getting bullied. You see that in his hand, so it kind of made me wonder oh if he. Oh my god, you're right. And then the and then the bully has cuts all over him. So, so you think the birch just willed him to kill the kid? Not really willed. I don't know if it's like I, honestly, like I could probably <laughs> uh, something that's very cool. And I told Mike earlier, I have given people so much crap for using Twitter for the past few years. I'm just like, Twitter's stupid. But just today, uh, today was it today and yesterday? Yes. I, like, I'm actually talking to, uh, I, I think it's Ben Franklin from Bloody Cuts. Yeah. Like... Well, he's, he's one of the director of the Birch. Yeah. Directed him, him and uh, Anthony Melton from uh, from Bloody Cuts. Like, they, they do, I think they... Do, I think they directed and produced all of these shorts. I could be wrong, because I think I, I, saw I, some I, I honestly didn't have time to watch the rest of them, so I'm not sure. I'm 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 making my way through them, and I actually want to talk about one right now. But uh, I'm actually like talking to the guy on Twitter, and that's and that's like something that uh, I guess I never really realized. Like people people actually talk to each other on Twitter. Oh yeah. When it's like I'm nobody. I'm just a dude who likes to like sit here and talk about horror movies. He's a guy who's actually making horror movies, and he's taking time out, out of his day to... He listened to at least part of our show and is talking to me. It's like, super cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is cool. But uh, So maybe we could ask him what the hell now, it actually means. listen up, Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, Michael talk Bay. To, talk to us. <laughs> Michael Bay, don't talk to we us. Need ex- <laughs> we need some explosions in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, if... Uh, so one that I wanted to bring up today was uh, Don't Move. It's from 2013, so they've been doing this for a while. It was directed by Anthony Melton. Uh, ben Franklin produced it, and it's got another uh, Cliff Wallace creature in it. It was awesome. It was longer than the other one. I told you it's like 13 minutes, but okay. so so well worth the watch. It was um, it was kind of they start with it starts with a bit of a Ouija board situation oh. you actually don't see that but you hear the kids like talking to the Ouija board and stuff, I hear those so are dangerous yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> um and then I'm not gonna like give give much away but you know something shows up and since I already said that Cliff Wallace designed a creature you know that it's a Cliff Wallace creature that I, I was, shows up but oh, it's it's sweet is it, it's is, like is the creature just a duck <laughs> stares at you <laughs> wow bringing everything full circle I'm sorry I re-listened to our episode today because I wanted to make sure I had all the corrections down yeah. and every time we get to that damn duck part of the conversation mm. I just lose it yeah. <laughs> um, but no it's got it's got some really cool um, practical effects as well as some really amazing uh, like CG stuff kind of like the smoky sort of you know, like the way this thing moves through the air is, it looks really cool. So, um, so yeah, check how many, that, uh, check how many, that one how many out. I know that you won't, have? you won't for like probably the next 10 days because I'm asking you to right now. How many, how many shorts are on the, the buddy cut site? I think there's, ah, geez, I don't want to get this wrong. I, I, I think there's like eight to 10, All maybe right, so 12. For the <laughs> next eight 
to 10 to 12 weeks, we are going to do <laughs> Bloody Cuts movie reviews. <laughs> All right. I'm really, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying them so far. And uh, and like I said, it's it's cool that these guys are taking time out of their days to actually talk to us about it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, did you, did, what else did you watch? Well, you were about to get into one that we both watched. Yeah. So I'm um, going to let you finish that thought and I won't cut you off this time. You're going to, oh, so you want me to jump into this this guy right here? I do. I do. Um, well, now, we've been told, we've been told yeah, actually, um, actually, from a few people that we should watch a movie separately. Because we and, always talk about movies that we watch together. Yes. And then we have time to talk about them beforehand. So Mike, exactly. uh, Mike told me a couple days ago that he finally watched Insidious, which, which neither one of us had ever seen. Which is one of those movies that could be considered, you know... Movies that Mike has not seen that makes him a douche. In 10 years... Echo, echo, echo. <laughs> In 10 years, this will be one of those movies. E, yeah. It's a classic. It's a modern... Well, classic might not be the right word for it, but it's um, it's so good, and so many people even now have had such fond memories of it because mm-hmm. it's because it's such it's really well-received, mm-hmm. you know? It's one of those movies where if you never saw it, people are going to be like, you never saw Insidious? What? You know? Now, do you think that... Did you did you say what we watched? Do you, yeah, Insidious. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that um, at this point, not to say that, not to say that it's it's not a good movie, but like when when once you see the names James Wan and Lee Wanell attached to a movie, I'm in. Do people just they just jump into the theater no yeah. matter what, right? Well, yeah. Well, and, and even them separately, because uh, if if I'm not mistaken, well, sure, yeah, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Lee Wanell didn't have anything to do with The Conjuring. Uh. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think I don't that it, I'm fairly certain that was written by somebody else. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not sure. That being said, though, James Bond directed it. I'm there. Sure. I'm in. Yeah. Um, Lee Winnell wrote and starred in Cooties, which is one of my favorite <laughs> horror comedies of the seen past. It yet. I... Recent memory. Mm. That movie's amazing. Mm-hmm. Point is, though, is it's written by Lee Winnell. I'm in. That's got like, that's got Mike's doppelganger in it. Is it that does. true? It does. Uh, if I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of Mike. If you haven't, I'm then pretty, you're then you're missing out. I'm pretty sexy. He looks an awful lot like uh, <laughs> he looks an awful lot like uh, Shia. Or Shia, Shia not whoa, Shia, whoa, no, 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 not whoa. Shia LaBeouf. Sorry, Elijah Wood. Oh, I'm heartbroken right now. What's wrong with Shia LaBeouf? Everything. He's just crazy. He's crazy. But he looks like. Have you seen Have you seen that last Indiana Jones movie? That was terrible. Oh my god, hmm. I wanted to gouge my eyes out every time he was on screen. <sighs> He's he's not a bad actor. No, but he's terrible in that movie. That's why I that always movie. think of him. No, Mike looks like Elijah Wood. Maybe we'll post it on. Uh, we'll we'll post a side by side. We'll find a good picture of the two of you. Samwise, uh, it's so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, another news: I started watching something recently. Oh, well, hold on. New. We got to talk about Insidious okay. first. Oh, we yeah, will, I thought, okay. I thought you were wrapping We up. will get... No, I we, no, no, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't get to new things <laughs> too often because you know I'm a workaholic. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> so I, I just want to tell you guys uh, about well, this because well, we haven't actually, heard it yet. So actually, go ahead, in, I'm sorry. Actually, Insidious has to do with our topic for today, so okay. maybe we should let Jay go. Postpone this one? Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else that you watch that you need to talk about? I have one more, but we're going to let Jay go. Okay, go ahead, Jay. You know what? I finally started watching. 
I started watching Stranger Things. Yeah, right? and so. I finally finished it. <laughs> All right. So when your powers hey, but, combine. But, but as I said, you guys know I'm a workaholic. And for uh-huh. all you listen, I, I, I work my butt off. And, and so I get pretty exhausted at the end of the day. So I started in the first episode and got about 27 minutes in. <laughs> and then I fell asleep. So I have to pick back up to it still. But you liked the first 27 minutes, yeah? Oh, yeah. It was really good. So uh, with, with that, even though I would love to continue talking about stranger things we're gonna wait until you finish it which might take like the next three months <laughs> but we're gonna wait for it all right and so, also uh, our friend alex is coming in in october and like i said last week he probably would like to talk how about about we that give too. you a deadline you all have right. to you have to finish it by the time alex comes in by the time alex i, I think i can make that happen alex, like mid, alex, mid, mid to late october. In, alex is gonna come in sometime after october 10th so let's just say hey, you have until october 10th and if we can't fit him in who knows maybe it'll be november because uh, we have some things planned for October. I don't know if that'll fit in. I don't think but... we have too many. We're not. No, whatever. I'm we're, saying. We're not I'm that just cool. Saying. Like, we just, don't have so many things I'm planned. I'm just that, saying. It's <laughs> uh, like 17 days. That means I can watch like, I don't know, how many minutes a day and then I can. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just pass out. It's, uh, uh, enough, you know. Just stay on task. Yeah. We know you can do it. Um, Got this. So Speaking of you, Stranger Things, though, did you guys see uh, somebody, some, there was a fan edit. Somebody did um, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer opening, like the theme song from Buffy, yeah. and the titles, but they made it for Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. I wish I could show you if my computer wasn't such a fucking shit. Is your shit computer still off? <laughs> yes. Oh. Here, I'm going to turn it back on. But, it, oh, it's so good, though. It's like the classic Buffy theme song. They edited it so perfect. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I loved it. Um, um, all right, what's the last movie that you sorry, watched? Okay, so the last movie that I watched, I watched uh, Mirrors. Oh. Oh. Is it... Uh, Give me a look. Uh, what's his name? Asa... No, not... Uh, what's the director's name? It's on the name? tip of your tongue. Is it Asa something? Alex... Huh? Alexandre Aha. Aha. <laughs> Take on... That's, oh, that was Aha, wasn't it? <laughs> Take on me. Oh, this this episode's a mess. Okay, um, I think it's going swimmingly, <laughs> swimmingly swell. So hey, Alexandra, hi, hi but yes, that's correct. By the way, uh-huh. we didn't say hi to Sarah when she oh, came. Oh, hi, Sarah. That's enough. So Alexandre Aha, I believe I'm saying his name right. Uh, he is the he uh, directed Mirrors. Uh, this is from 2008. Mm-hmm. He also did uh, High Tension, which is I didn't know that. He did High Tension, though, that French oh, movie. Yeah, I like that, that movie. That movie's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I, for, like, for years after watching it, I didn't get it. And then I finally <laughs> did. <laughs> um, but he also did the, the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. He did Piranha 3D and that Horns movie. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched it either. I keep, I've heard I, good things. I told you, we should watch Horns. And you're like, well, isn't that a Daniel Radcliffe movie? <laughs> That's stupid. I didn't understand how rad Radcliffe could be. So super rad. Give me, give me some credit here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, mirrors. I don't know what to say about this movie. Um, I want to sit here and say that I loved it, but I didn't. I, um, I've actually, I've, I've heard like a lot because a lot of people really respect him as a director, but yeah, a lot of people kind of and consider I'm not gonna hold this mirrors like his. I'm not going to hold this against Worst him outing. because I think Mirrors. It's not. It's not a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's. I've said this before about a lot of other movies. It's a overpolished Hollywood horror movie. Isn't it? It's a. And is I, it a remake? If it, it it strikes me like it could possibly be like a Japanese remake. I think it might be. Um, and if that's the case, then then it just 
has sort of some of the imagery that reminded me of it. Um, yeah, it, it's just okay. I mean, Kiefer Sutherland was good in it. I feel as though that role could have been better played by somebody else, though. You know, I just I I, I don't see Kiefer Sutherland in those kind of roles. You know, mm-hmm. I almost wonder if he if he did this movie because it was towards the end of Twenty Four being on TVs. You know, so he wanted to do movies or whatever. Maybe he took it just to get his name out there because. It was towards you know, winding down the end of that series. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, it was just kind of an odd choice. Amy Smart, on the other hand, played a supporting role, and she was fantastic in it. And the whole reason I wanted to watch this movie is because she has one of the coolest scenes in it. Like, there's this movie has has bits and pieces of, of really really high parts. Right. One of those parts being uh, Amy Smart literally just ripping her jaw off mm-hmm. of her face. I have seen that scene. <gasps> it's a, yeah, that's the it's only a really scene really cool scene. Um, and and that yeah. Yeah, like I, said, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. some of the things didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Like the whole idea of an evil living inside the reflect of not just mirrors, but anything that has a reflection. Uh, I, oh, I was gonna say. They I was really, gonna say you liked Oculus, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, but, but that's they, actually just one specific. That and that's exactly mirror. it. In this one, though, they take a lot of liberties to make the story make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and even at the end, it, the twist at the end, and 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 it doesn't explain the twist whatsoever. It's like suddenly there's this, and then the resolve happens, and now it's something else. And like it doesn't really explain it. And and throughout the entire movie, there's never been, um, God, I don't know how to explain it without giving away spoilers. Can I just give spoilers? Is anyone going to see it? It's from 2008. If you, haven't, if you haven't seen it yet, that's not my fault. Well, you hadn't seen <laughs> it until yesterday, yeah, so and if I would have heard spoilers, then so be it. Okay. <laughs> A long story short. The woman is is possessed by this evil entity, and she gets put into a room with a bunch of mirrors mm-hmm. by her psychologist. Yeah, and that was his way of essentially her facing her demons. Well, the demon ended up, or whatever you want to call it, the evil ended up jumping from her body into the mirror mm-hmm. somehow and getting stuck in the mirror. They don't really explain how it happens, and so now the mirrors is claiming is is just wants this girl back because that was just, that was her the thing's host essentially. Mm-hmm. So at the end of it, Sutherland's character finds finds the woman. She's a nun, and and it's the most the description she gives of it. At this point, he tracks down the nun, and finally you get an explanation as to what's going on. A twelve year old could have written this explanation. <laughs> you know, it's like there was evil in me, and the evil jumped away from me into the mirrors and now that evil is after your family like it's the most cliche thing i've ever heard in my life so it's exactly the way you just described it yeah but like but it's cliche though is my point though there's no imagination to it whatsoever like that that scene pissed me off anyway um so she goes back he puts her in the room again and uh the whole room explodes when the the evil entity sees this woman again but then the, That'll happen sometimes. The building collapses for some strange reason. Everything explodes. And it doesn't really make sense as to why. And then Kiefer Sutherland's character crawls out of the rubble, and suddenly he's the one that's stuck in the mirror. Makes uh. no sense. Because the entire movie, it's the evil entity that was in the mirror, not the woman. 
there's never been another human on the other side of the mirror. You so know what I'm saying? Like it's like a key for Southern than the evil entity. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, it's like, oh, it's such a cheap ending. Like, or, it's, or maybe the evil entity... Pulled him in, maybe, because like, at one or, time or like, like, his son does get pulled through the him. water or something. But, like, I don't know. It's still Nothing's explained, though. Nothing. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It kind of seems like they're just kind of doing it because they can. Is it this seems perhaps like a cool one scene. of those movies you need to watch twice to No, understand. no, not but really. But you see no. that sometimes where they do a weird ending like that, and you're like, well, maybe they're leaving it hanging for the sequel or something. And there, if, I, if I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly, there was what, a sequel, the, but uh-huh. I don't think it had him in it. Like it was, right, it uh, meant, right. Just to clarify, too, this was originally supposed to. It was originally scripted as a, a remake for the 2003 South Korean horror film called Into the Mirror. Oh, okay. But uh, the director was not satisfied with it, so he just went with in an original made direction. It. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, maybe maybe I missed a couple things, and there's some things that are explained. But by and large, though, it just kind of seemed like they were doing things because they could do them. Yeah. Like, oh, this will make a cool scene. Just do it. Doesn't really need to make a whole lot of sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it just it's it's okay. It's one of those movies that I'm, you know, it exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. They like like we said, I think in the first episode, they sure made it. <laughs> you sure did make that movie. It exists. It now sits on my shelf. Well, hey, let's move mm-hmm. on to a movie that we're glad they made then. Okay. Boom. What's that? And also, we'll transition into our topic for the day, which is oh. ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> Boo. Oh, just got cold in here. Um, all right. So, like we that's, said. That's just my love life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not and wrong. And your heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. We, uh, we both watched Insidious, but on our own time. We did. I watched it yesterday morning at uh, 5.30 in the morning with headphones in because my daughter was sleeping right next you to me. You must and, really uh, have wanted to watch this movie because I texted you at like maybe midnight, 11.30, 12 o'clock after I had watched it. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you need to see this. Your wife would hate it. Yeah. And then I wake up to a text, watched Insidious this morning. <laughs> well, I, my wife my wife leaves for work at uh, like 5.45 in the morning, and then I'm just kind of up doing nothing. So I watch movies sometimes. And uh, I watched this one with my headphones in so mm-hmm. that it wouldn't wake my daughter up. And... Uh, out of anything in this movie, the friggin' the score, especially the violins, really when the good. violins are doing that like descending creepy, uh, it's it's terrifying. It happens right in the beginning of the movie. It's like within the first twenty seven seconds of the movie, they they do that like yep. weird descending thing. The the and first it scared thing the that... shit. Like I took one headphone out and I'm kind of like looking around my house. Pop the headphone back in, and I was like, "All right, what am the I doing?" The first to thing that grabbed me about this movie, though, is the title screen. That big block letters, insidious. It's like it's weird. It's though, really cool, though. I like that. It almost looks uh, out of place. Yeah, but it but kind of kind of cheesy. But but then when it's when the movie's over, they do it again, mm-hmm. and it's perfectly in place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it really does. It works. It right. does. And uh, I read somewhere too that uh, the score you're talking about. Yeah. They had 35 people playing violin just for that opening score to to get that real weird dissonant sort I would, of sound. I would to honestly it. say like I this I could get. Uh, I could get bashed a lot for saying this, but this is one of the most effective uses of a string section since Psycho. Go ahead and hate on me if if you think I'm wrong, but I like I. What are you doing? Turn on <laughs> my microphone. But I haven't. Uh, at me more. <laughs> yeah. 
I haven't I, I haven't been affected by like uh like a a score like a huge string section score like that in a long time. Uh, I mean, I have for other types of movies, but as far as really horror added goes, to the atmosphere of the movie, it though. really like yeah. it, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, yep. Like it really sets the tone for the movie because, like I said, it happens like twenty-seven seconds into the movie. So yeah. Yep. Um, uh, one of the things that you know we had brought up before is any, you know, anything with James Wan's or uh, Lee Winnell's name on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was watching the. Um, I for, I for some reason own the DVD of this, not the blue. I'm kind of upset about that. I wish I owned the blue. But uh, one of the special features on the DVD was them just talking about the making of this movie. Uh-huh. And the, the absolute respect that both of these guys have for the horror genre is it, it just, even if I didn't like their movies, it would make me a fan of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. they just, they both, they, they, they come at the genre with like surgical precision. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly how they want to do it. They know exactly what things are going to set people off. Like, like the scene, like the, 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 the seance scene. Yeah. Lee Winnell was saying, when I wrote that, he goes, there's certain things that when in, in ghost movies, and this one kind of, it blurs the line between ghosts and possession, mm-hmm. and then their own new genre, astral projection movies. Yeah. Um, which was, they wrote it specifically because they'd never seen an astral projection movie. Yeah. Um, but, but, but like, in the, they're doing a seance though and one of the things he's talking about when you're in these kind of movies you really can't avoid the standard seance scene you know what i'm saying right. it kind of has to be it's one of those road bumps you can't really get around yeah and so in in th- in writing it he goes how can we make this different you know what can we do and then she goes well, what, if, the gas what if she had to wear this big freaking gas mask that was and then the so only person creepy. that can hear her talk in this really low tone of voice is a guy with a pair of headphones on that the gas mask is connected to. So it's like an old gas like, mask with a hose attached to the uh, to the mouthpiece, and yeah. the hose is leading to a pair of cans that the guy's wearing. And he's and he's translating everything for the other people in the room, like writing everything just, down. And and it's just it's it's such a cool thing. I didn't realize it until I heard them talking about it. But he's absolutely right. That makes it. He's like we did that because we didn't want we wanted you to forget about the seance, even though we had to do it. Mm-hmm. We wanted you to forget about it. We wanted you to focus on this other thing. So it's like it's like we have to hit the speed bump. But we're gonna do it in such a way that it no longer seems cliche. Right. And it's such a genius way to do it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, You're thinking, why is she wearing this mask rather than? Yeah. The, and it's just the, weird. It's just creepy. It's like it's, it's right. striking. You see this old lady, not not that Lin Shay's all that old, but like you just see her. It, it's like it's something you've never because usually it's uh, like in a seance. It's Everybody's sitting around and looking very elegant for some reason at a seance, and 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 the the uh, medium or whatever is is sitting there just going through the motions that you've seen in every seance right, scene ever. Right. It can almost but get sort of she's boring this because huge, you've seen it. like creepy-looking industrial piece of hardware hardware on her head it's very i mean you know because like you look at these, like you said, the saw yeah. movies and stuff like that the uh, like the the uh, reverse bear trap and stuff it kind of reminds you of that sort yeah. of thing you know what i mean and the and, and it's got like weird like green lights in the eyes and stuff like yeah. that so it's 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 pretty cool wait green lights in the eyes did weather i think it was kind of lit up in the eyes if maybe if it was uh, you know what it was it might have been because they lit a lantern on oh, the table, the I think it was a reflection. Yeah, of, but when they did the POV from behind the mask, you could kind of just see the the green light yeah, shining okay, through okay, it, which was kind of cool. Oh. Um, but you know what? It, like you said, you said if you you see 
you hear James Wan and, and Lee, Lee Winnell talk about this and you just realize they're, they care so much about the horror um, the genre, genre and stuff yeah. like that. So many people hate on these two. Uh, like people that consider themselves like horror purists or whatever, they hate on these two, and and it's simply I don't be- understand that at it's all. It's simply because it's the same reason, like, uh, like, just as a dumb example, my dad really liked Tiger Woods when he first started golfing, and then he hated him for a while because he was almost too good. You know, it was like <laughs> just stop winning and let somebody else win for a while. Did it, did it have nothing to do with? And then his, once, uh... and then once he stopped banging all those skanks and he started <laughs> sucking again, my dad's like, I guess Tiger Woods is okay. <laughs> you know? From banging to sucking, it's like a different profession. <laughs> so, welcome to the Butt Kill Podcast. <laughs> no, uh, but that's it. like James James Wan and Lee Winnell, They they pump out huge blockbuster record breaking. And horror movies, okay, okay. and well, people, and people that consider themselves purists don't like it because this is what they I'm just think about. that they're like corrupted by Hollywood and blah blah blah. Like you were saying, these guys make big production horror movies. Right. This is what I'm talking about. Mirrors was a big production horror movie, and it looked like it. Right. It had so much polish on it that it was no longer scary, at least yeah. to me. And a lot of movies have that. A lot of these big budget. <clears throat> You know, studios just want to put out a cliche horror movie. They have that look to them. Mm-hmm. You get a movie like Insidious, and The Conjuring was the same way. We had seen it in the theaters when it first came out. Yeah, It's the same way. It doesn't have that polish, and they do that intentionally because it has a look to it. That's And that's if you're going to make a big-budget horror movie, you need to make it look like there's not a lot of money. Hide that money well. You know what I'm saying? Don't put it in polish. Make that movie as gritty as you can make it, and that's going to add to your whole atmosphere. It's going to add to... You know, everything. And yeah. that, that's the difference between those two types of movies. You right. Know? And they came out only two years apart. It'd be like walking through a haunted house that's lit up. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, exactly. Yeah. And having the, still the guys jump out at you, but you see them walking around the corner yeah. before he gets there. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, just to uh, bring up, so the guy, because you just brought up The Conjuring, and it made me think of uh, uh, Beth, Bathsheba Sherman is the name of the witch in that, that, that- movie. Um, I don't know why I remember that. I think it's because I, I knew that The Conjuring was based on a true story or whatever. So I did some like extensive research to find out if Bathsheba Sherman was real or what the hell was going on with that. But so the guy who played the lipstick demon or the man with fire on his face in Insidious, Insidious. is the same guy who played Bathsheba Sherman. Who is also the composer? I was, gonna, I was just gonna say, yeah. yeah, it's the composer for the movie. Yeah, right. It's kind of a weird thing, and that guy's the—he's got to be the creepiest composer that I've ever seen. You mean like as a as as, a, as an actor? Oh, like, as a kid, like he yeah. pulls off that creepy look. Yeah. Like that's probably why they well, chose him to do it. He's covered in makeup and prosthetics, but yeah, but he's got like a weird, like, angular face though that just kind of like works for those kind of things. Yeah, somebody um, else too though the 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 guy who played the the old woman. Yeah. I don't know if they continued using him for the subsequent Insidious movies, but if they didn't, they should have because he looked terrifying. Yeah, the, uh, uh, James Bond was saying that he wanted to have an, um, an, an, a man play the, the role of the woman just because they hit it enough to where you're looking at it and you don't know what you're seeing. Like You don't know if it's a man, you don't know if it's a woman, it looks weird. Like Something is just very off about that character. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm talking about with the genius of... of, like, of James Bond, like he thinks about those kind of things. Right. Even he, this 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 one side character, 
he wants you to really think about it, you know? Well, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like uh, the fact that Joseph Bashara plays Bathsheba Sherman, a woman, in mm-hmm. The Conjuring, which I, I know, like, there's a, some, sometimes people kind of get up in arms about, why are you giving female roles to men and stuff like that, you know, but... It's called, Some, it's called male washing. <laughs> but, but sometimes, sometimes, like I don't know, you can you can make a woman look hideous. It's just easier to make a dude look hideous, yeah. though. <laughs> and that's it's even easier to make a woman look hideous by casting him as a man. <laughs> uh, casting a woman, or casting, as a, casting that character as a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. But yeah. Uh, so insidious. We we both liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I loved it. Um. I. I uh there was a there was a few things like honestly the first act scared the hell out of me. The first act was the best. Yeah. So um good. toward the middle I was I was just I was still really entertained but kind of like well this is kind of you know Honestly it it, it kind of went like first second and third went in in that order as far as how good the acts were. The yep. first act was the best act, second act was the second best, and third was the third best. I, I think the, it I really liked picked, the ending it a lot, It picked though. up toward the ending. I, I really liked the ending, but... um, uh, I, 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 I like I the, the very ending, the twist ending at the end. I actually heard... I thought that was genius. I actually heard... I, I think they were talking about it on the movie Crypt, but um, the the part where the, the demon is sharpening his claws... Yeah. Like I did that not, was I did not like that. Scene. James Wan did not want to do that. That was a that was an executive yeah. note. I did not want to do that. And they're I like, oh, you got to. Why don't you show him I, sharpening his claws? Because that'd be super creepy. And he's like, no, that'll be dumb. And they're like, no, it'll be creepy. You got to do it. And yeah. Then, you know, because that's where the money's coming from. You have yep. to do it. The second that I saw that scene, I was like, ugh. It was like, just, that's just dumb. it was super. <laughs> that was it was Freddy Krueger. He went. It was straight out of he a went from movie. being he went from being really super creepy and mysterious to just kitschy. Yep. Like, oh, yep. he's, he's like sitting in there, shark, sh- like listening to like, creepy music, and, and there's puppets dancing, when and he's you, sharpening his claws. That was stupid. When you first see him, when he pops up behind, uh, oh, it's oh my god, dude, it's so creepy. Oh, I love it. I've never and and it's and it's done. And I had so, actu- I had actually seen that that scene before. So have I. I, I still had seen that at before, it. and I still, I still was like, <laughs> I knew it was coming. And I and it and it still scared me. But then by the end, every time you see him, it's just like I don't know. You just kind of think of this sort of whimsical, mythical idiot sitting there <laughs> watching puppets dance and sharpening his dumb claws. Yeah, uh, it's just it was a bad choice. Th- Not that it was James Wan's choice. I I heard that he didn't want to do that at all. But you got to. I think another reason. I think another reason that that movie is so scary is that the lipstick demon looks like Darth Maul. He rem- does. Which reminds me of episode one, which is terrifying. <laughs> Just <Ooh>. terrifying. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some other uh let's get into some other ghost movies. Um yeah, absolutely. Like what's what is your what's your favorite ghost movie of all time? Like if you had, if you had if you had to think about it, like like what movie from your past just scared the shit out of you? You talk about going way back younger or, or any time in the past. Yeah, just, but, uh, just any, any any time in the past. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make one rule. Yeah, Patrick Swayze <laughs> does not count. <laughs> just molding that clay, man. You know? yeah, that was that was creepy when I was younger. I didn't know what was going on in that it, scene. It, I actually in why the, does this in make that, me feel 
when the uh, because the clay looked like a giant dildo. That's why it made you feel uh, good. <laughs> when the uh, when those those demons were devils or whatever uh, the devil was like coming the out of the ground, demons, the shadow yeah. demons. And, those were kind of those down, were kind of scary. Was scary. It was scary. Yeah. yeah. And they like they they moan and there was or like, scream whoa, whoa, or whatever. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like some kind of like I uh, think that, I think it's moaning. It's like like painful moaning. Like they're right, like right. you know like the gates of hell open. You just hear everybody <laughs> and then they drag him down. That was He's screaming. That was as, creepy as a yeah, kid. That was yeah. Absolutely. No, to me, I scary. didn't know if those were. I mean, I'd assume they were demons, but it was like a ghost because they're these shadows, you right? Know? Um, so what? That's not your actual favorite ghost movie, no, though. I, What's your if, favorite if ghost movie? If I had movie? to choose what my favorite kind of ghost movie was, I, I'd have to throw it out to the Paranormal Activity, just because it's so realistic. To where, like, uh, you know, if I were to encounter that in my real life, I would. That, that's how I imagine it would be. No, I kind of, yeah. I kind of wondered that. Like, that's not really a ghost, though. It, it is paranormal. It's a demon. Oh, it's true. A, it's it's got it's got. But they're clo- haunting it's movies. Got Those... Cloven feet. It's a it's a demon. Yeah, but those movies are all about hauntings, though, aren't they? I mean, it's about a haunting, but it's not about a haunting by a ghost. Well, a standard would a standard ghost movie be classified into a horror movie then? Because any kind of ghost that's doing some kind of damage, or that that would be more of a, a negative energy spirit than like a poltergeist, right? So would you can okay, yeah. So, I, no, I I'm not poltergeist I'm not, is not a horror. Movie. I'm not tell, I'm not telling you that you Caroline. can't. <laughs> This house is cleansed. <laughs> um, I'm not telling you that you can't choose paranormal activity. I just, I just, I, I wondered if like what you guys would think, ba- like when I brought up the fact that I think it's it's more of a demon movie than anything else. Well, that's possible, but I guess would there be a uh, a difference between a uh, a demon and a negative energy spirit? There could be bad spirits that are causing things to happen, such as that, such as the poltergeist. Yeah, but... because like because a poltergeist, I think I I'm not I need to brush up on my my. Let, let me call Zach Baggins real quick. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys know. I need to brush up on this stuff, but I think a poltergeist is still uh, a spirit of a human, isn't it? It's just uh, uh yeah malevolent because it's got some sort of unfinished business well i guess that's why all ghosts are around right because of unfinished business yeah well right. i mean that's the that's the theory so it yeah. went to where a demon would be more classified as a uh something right from the gates of hell right yeah i don't know um i mean either way i'm gonna accept the answer of parent i Dude, I, 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 I accept that. your answer even though even though at the end you find out that it's more of a demonic presence uh-huh the whole movie, though, you think yeah. that it's a ghost haunting. For sure, so, right? And and all the and things that, that and all the things that happen. It's the friggin' Ouija board again. Yep. Stop messing around with Ouija boards. Didn't you learn anything from The Exorcist? Are you fine? I, yeah, I I'm, I'm fine. fine. It's really cool. Don't here. don't tell him it was you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Mike? What's your favorite ghost movie? Um, well, it's a toss up. Um, it's between two. Uh. More recently, because I rewatched it recently, and I, I just forgot how much I absolutely love this movie. And again, yes, it tailors to my tastes. The Frighteners okay. is, oh, that's is a great so movie. good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that movie more than I probably should. Uh, it's it's just so good. Got, I remember the, got the, me a score of twelve. With the first the first time that I saw it, I remember um, the end scene where Michael J. Fox has to go into the, the cooler 
and like essentially kill himself for the yeah. most part to go into the to the, the other world. Like that whole scene creeped me out when I was when, I remember when the first time I saw that. Cause I remember he, they, he was probably right at home in that scene because he could shake <laughs> without feeling weird about it. He's got Parkinson's, Mike. Sorry, it was in I'm bad just, taste. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, shake it off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, song oh. stuck in my head. Now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I love the Frighteners. That that whole movie is just is just great to me. Like I've, it's yeah. yeah. It was, it was, the other the other one that that comes to mind though is not the original, and even though the original is great, but the remake of House on Haunted Hill. I did like that movie. God, that movie's good. Mm-hmm. Love it. Even Chris Kattan. Even he's good in that movie. <laughs> he was. Uh, I remember that was one of the first... Um, when I first started getting into horror years and years ago, that was one of the first movies that I saw that really cemented like my love for it. There were scenes in that movie where I was petrified. Dude. Like that, when she's... Uh, I think it's it Famke Jansen's character. I, I could be wrong. I haven't seen it in, in a number of years, but I think it's her character. Maybe it's one of the other ladies. But yeah. they're going into the the room where like the big water tank... And like you know, what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and yep. like there's like the ghosts like like re- are reaching up from the water tank. I think is that how the scene goes. The I thing, haven't seen it in a long time. The thing that scared me was leading up to that, and I think it was actually um, oh crap, I can't remember her name now. It's it's the the blonde girl. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that blonde, you know that blonde Hollywood actress. Uh, <laughs> um, but she's 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 chasing after. Is that the? It's not like Tay Diggs, is it? Is it Tay Diggs? Tay What's Diggs? His... I don't even know who that is. Yes, you do. Um, I do. Hey, uh, Diggs made that hole over there. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Tay Diggs, yes. It yeah, is. okay. It is Tay Diggs. So it's uh, it's um, Allie Larder. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She's The two of them are together, and and he, he like walks away. She turns her back, and then he walks away, and then she sees him standing at the end of the hall. This is what leads up to the scene that you were talking yeah. about. Yeah. But... The thing that really freaked me out in that movie, it was the first time I had ever seen ghosts do the weird, like, because she sees him at the end of the hall, and it's like they're moving in fast motion. Mm -hmm. Like, she sees his whole upper body, like, she just sees it for a split second, his whole upper body and his head are, like, shaking uncontrollably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, in fast motion, and then she sees him just standing there, and then he walks away, and then she comes after him. That's when she sees him up by the side of the tank, and he jumps in, and then she goes after him, and then yes, something grabs yes, her and pulls yep, her down. Yep, yep. Yeah, that scared the crap out of me when I was there. <laughs> and then the way the doctor moves. Yes. Uh, like, because uh, I think Chris Kattan sees him over the security cameras, mm-hmm. and he's like walking through that room, but it's like it's almost it's it almost looks like stop motion the movie you know the, what the, I mean? the movie has so many scenes that are really unsettling like yeah. that one like it's just yeah. the visuals of that movie are so good or the uh, the part where Jeffrey Rush is in the um, it's that uh, what do they, they call it the, the chamber where he's got the goggles on and the and the stop motion movie is playing in front of him yes and it's basically like the idea behind it because I I love I love movies having to do with asylums Mm -hmm. because that's just terrifying but like the idea was you take a person who's insane and put them into this isolation chamber and show them things that would normally make a sane person go insane and then it would make the insane person 
right. sane again. Right. <laughs> so that that's just a that's a that's a very creepy concept, you it know. It is right. And like electroshock therapy and all this. Oh, it's creepy. It's just that's a that's a very creepy movie. That's a good one to bring up. So, in this in this movie, I'm fairly certain that Jeffrey Rush plays the character that Vincent Price played in the original. Yeah. Well, he looks exactly like well, Vincent and Price. And his in name it. his name in the remake is Stephen H. Price. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of a cool kind of a cool ode to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that House on Haunted Hill movie though, like the, um, what was the movie? And this is before we get into yours. It's just dawning on me. What was the um, the ghost movie that had? Um, Oh God, um, Liam Neeson in it. A ghost movie with yeah. Liam Neeson. Do you know what I'm talking Do about? Do you know what it was about? I remember <laughs> the ending scene where they're in this big like uh, observatory type area and they're uh-huh. up on scaffolding, and he, I think, I think it's him. God, what? Oh, this is gonna drive me crazy now. It just popped into my head. This is this is yeah. riveting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you try and figure um, it out while I'm talking about my favorite yeah, ghost please movie? Please do. Please do. Um. Mine might be, uh, uh, some people might make fun of me for mine, but I'm just going to come right out and say it. And I have I have reasons. I have many reasons for liking this. Um, the remake of 13 Ghosts. That's funny, because I have that pulled up on my phone Do right you? now. Yeah. I, I loved, was to mention that. I loved that movie, because when did that come out? Uh, you got a year? The original was 2001 for the original, and the remake... Um... Wait, what do you mean? No, the, the original was like back in the 60s. I'm, I'm, the I'm sorry. remake was 2001, the, right? Yeah. The... Yeah. So... I got the wrong thing. So that would have made me like, what, 14 or something like that? 15? Yeah, um, 1960 was the original. So back then, I mean, that, that scared the crap out of me anyway, but the way they, the way they portrayed the ghosts in that movie, I thought was... I thought it was really cool, like how this was the mo- this was the movie with the glass house, right? Yes, yes. yeah, yes. With uh, Tony Shalhoub, um, uh, uh, the girl from American Pie was in it. Right? Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh, yeah. yep. Matt, Lillard. Uh, Matt Lillard. Matt Lillard was in it. Yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah, he was the uh, the psychic, and oh crap, what was uh, I can't remember her name, but um, Matt Lillard, uh, M. Beth Davids, and uh, and who? Yeah, F. F. Murray Abraham. I like that movie because the way the ghosts were portrayed, like, the way they did that, like, weird flashy thing, Mm -hmm. it was like, they would disappear, and the the characters, when they were wearing the glasses where they could actually see the ghosts, they knew that, like, as soon as they disappeared, something bad was about to happen, so it was like, you need to run right now. And I just, I thought the whole concept about the glass house, like, where they were trapped in the basement and stuff like that. Yeah, I I thought that was... And the thing that I love the most about that, stop looking that up and get back in this conversation because no, you're not listening crazy. to me. <laughs> um, the the thing that I I love the most about that movie was on the special uh, on the special features for the DVD, it gave you a backstory for every single ghost, and oh, that's really? that's the kind of stuff that I love. Like in the movie when you see the jackal, which I think is is has probably become the most famous. Uh, imagery from that movie uh-huh. the jackal with the cage on his head yep. and stuff like you're watching the movie you're like why the hell does that ghost have a cage on its head and they explain it in the in the uh, special features mm-hmm. and the way they do it is it's cool it's really creepy i think uh uh f murray 
is the narrator for that mm-hmm. and he and he goes through each of the 13 ghosts and tells you their backstory and and how they died and stuff like that and i thought it was just super cool rather than just picking a, a ghostly character and just saying well we're using this because that's what we chose right that there's a, a reasoning behind it right it's there's there's like a very just yeah like a very laid out story for every single one and i i just thought that was really cool yeah uh, did you find what you were looking for? No, no, I didn't find it. But um, I can't I don't know. think of a ghost movie with yeah, Liam Neeson. It might not be Liam Neeson. Is I it, could be. Is it Kevin Bacon? No, but Stir of Echoes. I was just gonna oh, say Stir of Echoes. Oh, good segue. Good you, segue. Well, because you said a big, I, I, you said auditorium, but all I could think of was like a, a big open space, and I think that movie ends in a huge warehouse. Yeah. Right? Uh, does it? No. I think so. Uh, Stir of Echoes. Yeah, it I think ends so. Ends by Kevin Bacon digging up his basement. And finding the uh, the skeleton spoilers in uh, in his cellar. Uh, maybe I'm not thinking of stir. Oh, I'm thinking of white noise. I'm sorry. I've never seen. White yeah, noise. I was, I was okay. thinking of white noise. Um, yeah, no, this movie that I was talking about it exists somewhere. I just have no <laughs> clue what the hell it is. I'm sure it does. <laughs> um, no, Stir of Echoes though. Damn, that movie's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Kevin that's, Bacon that's plays a very... such a creepy guy though well that whole concept is weird like the just because you know hypnotism is something that everybody it kind of piques everybody's interest Mm -hmm. but just this idea that you can get put in a state that you can't get out of and right just to like see these horrifying things because you're stuck in that state Mm -hmm. that's scary if it's like office space then that's cool because it's (laughs) hilarious You you were talking about it. Oh you? yeah, no no. I thought, I thought I didn't know you were <laughs> Mike, done. Mike, Mike was hypnotized. Mike just, <laughs> Mike just leans over on his hand like he's like he's in Go in on. for the long haul. And... Like I'm about to tell a long story. Wait wait here we go and. All right, he's back. In five seconds, you will wake oh. up and become a better host of this show. <laughs> Here's one of the things I love. And start about talking like a woman. One of the things I love about Stir of Echoes, though, is that, like, that to me is, like, the quintessential, like, ghost-type setup, mm-hmm. is that you live in a house where there's a dead body buried somewhere in your house, and that ghost is trying to get you to find their body. Like, that's a very quintessential setup to me, and this movie does it so well. Yeah. And it's so creepy, and I have sort of a personal experience about a similar situation. Let's let's hear it. Uh, so, there are some guys that I knew from high school... Um, I was never really good friends with them, but they were like, you know, friends of friends or whatever. And they lived in this house that, uh, if memory serves, it was like one of the older, um, older houses in the area. Like it had been there forever back, back when like St. Clair Shores used to be like swampland, you know, way okay. back in the day. This is one of the houses that, that was old farmhouses that, that were there. And this house was severely haunted. Like they, they would like, like, like if I'm remembering correctly, their mother would, had gotten, pushed down the stairs at one time by them they had gone on vacation and when they came back like all of their their uh their mounted animal heads were like turned upside down in their house like really kind of kind of cliche but really creepy things and uh it it came to light that there was this room that was built in underneath their front steps they had a really big porch you know that went up and from their basement there was supposedly like a a room that was underneath the steps but was sealed off from the basement okay and like and ever since i found why out are, about that why are they living in this house this they, sounds well, like they the worst terrified. place to live they were terrified by it at first but then they they were fascinated by it there's there's a lot of stories 
uh, about this. Um, but I remember when uh, when I heard that they had this room, though, I'm like, dude, this is totally Stir of Echoes shit. Like, you need to... <laughs> Let's get tear, in there. You need to tear down <laughs> this wall and see what the fuck is underneath the steps. <laughs> like, you need to do it. Be incredible. Um, one of the stories that they had from the house, though, which uh, which always stuck with me is... Oh, I think um, you told me a story before. One of, the guys, one of the guys that lived there had a room upstairs, and uh, he was sleeping in his room one night, and supposedly his he woke up and his his all of his blankets were thrashing back and forth over top of him and his hair was being pulled and like there was a voice that was like basically like get out like like basically saying to him and he got the hell out of the room ran downstairs slept on the couch for the rest of the night and in the morning he moved all of the stuff out of that room down to the basement like just had wanted nothing to do with that so a time later uh, his brother had come home from. Uh, I don't know if it was the military or the navy or whatever, but he was enlisted somewhere. Those are the same thing. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! The Some, navy is the military. <laughs> shut up! You know what I mean? Like he was, he was, he was enlisted, and he had come home. I don't know if he was at college or at school. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> Bunch of dicks around here. Um, so he had come home and needed a place to sleep, so he slept in the room. There was a bed up there, and the next morning, uh, the guy that I knew had come up from upstairs. And his brother is sleeping on the couch. And he goes, well, what are you doing? And he goes, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. And he goes, try me. And he told him the exact same thing. Wow. And um, like I said, their mother had gotten pushed down the stairs. Some other friends of mine had said that they had, um, he had left their house one time and he felt like there was a glowing orb following his car. Like all like like a mile to his house, and it finally stopped. Like, there's been a lot of weird stuff that they've had paranormal investigators at the house. They've had they've had the whole deal, and they they were I don't know if they still live there or not. Like I said, it's been years since I've talked to any of those guys. Right. But um, at the time though, like they they weren't leaving because they were fascinated by it. They loved it. Now, did you experience anything there when you were? No, there? no, I didn't. Personally? I didn't know those guys well enough to have been over there more than once. Okay. I was only there once, and that was just because I was with a group. But I had heard these stories through the other, sure. other guys who were closer to them, and um, and yeah, so just pretty pretty scary stuff though, you know. This goes this goes into though. Like, do you guys do you guys actually believe in it though? Like, do you believe in the paranormal, like the the well, ghosts and I've, the afterlife and I've all got that? A, I've got a good story too. Uh, I think I've actually told you this before, but I'm gonna tell it now because it's a good story. All right. Um, While you're telling that, I need to go take a research break. My. <laughs> My uh, my family. This was my mom was pregnant with me at the time, uh-huh. so that would and I I think she was about to pop. So uh, that would <laughs> that would have made my sister three, and we were living. Uh, they were living in a house, our our house on Whitelam Street in Bad X, and uh, I I'm gonna have to call and confirm this entire story with my dad. I meant to before this show, but. Uh, as the lights flicker. Yeah, why are the lights <laughs> flickering? <laughs> um, and and I'll correct myself on next week's episode. But as far as I know, this is what happened. If you're this Jim's is... mom and you're listening and he's incorrect, please call us and let us know so we can make our correction <laughs> on next week's episode. Call me up, Judy. <laughs> um, so the story goes like this. Uh, my sister was three and my parents would hear her talking in her room to somebody all the time. And uh, one night she started screaming. And my dad comes running and, and, and says, what's, what's going on? What are you screaming about? And she said, my friend jumped out of the closet and scared me. And my dad immediately was kind of like, this is weird. So he looked in the closet. Nobody in there, obviously. 
And then he goes and stands in the doorway and he turns around and he says, he says, there's nobody in here. It's, it's fine. And she goes, I know he's not in the closet anymore. He's standing right behind you. Oh, <laughs> My dad, you know, turns, turns around quickly, has a heart attack, probably mini heart attack. Um, nobody there. So a few nights later, same kind of thing happens. So she, uh, asked if she can come and sleep in their bedroom and, uh, my mom wakes up in the middle of the night and my sister is going and this is my mom and this is my dad and my name is Stephanie and this is my baby brother in here and my mom goes who are you talking to and she goes my friend he came to see us and he wanted to talk to me and uh like said he's standing over there and so they kept they were you know they kind of chalked it up to like uh imaginary friend but also like (laughs) yeah just like they were getting creeped out by it for sure right well, here's where the story gets borderline unbelievable. And if my mom hadn't told me this, I would I would almost not believe this story. So if you're listening to this and you don't believe it, call my mom. She'll tell you the story. Her number is? Her number is <laughs> 989. Uh, so my sister and my mom were down in the basement doing laundry one day. And my parents have this dresser. It's still in the basement in, in, in our newer house that they live in now. It's a dresser with a huge, like, glass sheet on the top. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like, people would put pictures under there and stuff. Right, right. And my sister was down there with my mom one day, and she says, that's my friend. And my mom goes, what are you talking about? And she goes, that's my friend right there. And she points, and underneath the glass is a newspaper clipping, and it's the obituary of the man who used to live in the house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why did they have an obituary of the man that used to live in their house? Nobody knows. That's what that's what's so freaking scary about the story. <laughs> wow. And I like I said, I I'll have to call and confirm this whole thing. I've heard this story like a hundred times from my parents, but uh I'll have to confirm all the details and get back to you. That's incredible. But yeah, like my mom said and honestly I think it's I don't think it was that house. I think it's my mom. Because my mom has described weird things going on in the house on Stanley Street now. Like right. for years. Like she uh, she painted this painting, which has always, for some reason, even before she told me this, this painting has always uh, oh. given me like uneasy feelings. It's it should be it should be like this beautiful painting of this like serene uh, cabin in the woods at at night, like dusk, kind of with like a fire, like there's a fire in the fireplace in the window. Mm-hmm. But there's something like very unsettling about it. Something about the lighting. I always thought it was weird. I love this story so my, much. My mom, oh. my mom claims that one night she woke up and it was hanging above the. Uh, y- y- you've been to the house, so it was hanging above the fireplace. Right. Yeah. On the living room, she claims that she woke up one night and she heard a fire roaring. So she thought that the fire in the fireplace had stoked back up somehow. So she went out to check on it and she walked down that uh, that spooky ass hallway. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, my parents' house is beautiful, but there's some like the hallway is so long that it's just like at night walking mm-hmm. into the darkness of the living room. Uh-huh. Something very spooky it's about 15 it. Fifteen feet of terror. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's more like it's more like forty feet. It's yeah, like it's a really long, long right? hallway. Is it? Is it yeah, really it's, that long? it's very long. But she claims that she went out and instead of a fire roaring in the fireplace there was flames shooting out of that the windows of the cabin in that painting right i remember her saying my mom's that. not crazy i don't think she might be i don't think she is 
but then like other things like she said she's she's heard uh, marbles rolling under her bed on the hardwood floor and stuff I th- so I think it's her I think there's something weird going on with her <laughs> what about you you ever had anything crazy what if your dad is the ghost and your dad's haunting your mom but she like six <laughs> six cents stuff and he's and he's running a successful business. <laughs> Just because you're a ghost doesn't mean you can't be successful, okay? But yeah, but she could be having these whatever it is. Something could have attached to her, causing these things to potentially happen. You know, right? And whatever it is, it's not threatening. It's just no. you know, I'd be I, uneasy I, I at pers- times. When, when I, pers- I personally like I. Maybe it's just for fun, but I'd believe in this stuff, yeah. you know. Just like the way yeah, we said we believe I, in aliens. It can be scary when stuff. it catches you off guard if something were to happen. You know oh, that? yeah, absolutely. It's still still freaky, but right. yeah, have you ever had anything like that happen to you? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, uh, here we've had the first thing I've ever experienced. I was I was sitting at my in my control room at my studio desk, and I'm working. It's like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I got headphones on. And I got a, like a soda can or something next to me, and it starts rattling on the table. And I'm like, "What? There, there's no subwoofer going on. There's nothing to cause this at the at this time in, in my palace, right? Like, what's going on here?" <laughs> and, uh, and so it stops, and I'm like, "That's kind of weird." And then I had a guitar cable that was coiled up and sitting on the middle of my desk. None of it was hanging off. And I watched this slide out of my peripheral vision, and I watched this whole coiled up guitar cable slide off and fall to the floor. Are you sure that it wasn't a snake? It may Did have you been have a snake, snake on your table it, and just slithered. It, it may have been, you know. I don't know. There, I, I don't have an explanation for it. So it's possible. <laughs> and then I felt. I took my headphones off at that point, and I felt something get, like something was close to me on my right side. And then I felt only in my right ear only something went, or like a shh or something like that. And, and I just like, I was like, whoa! Like I, I had no idea what to expect that or, or you were, what it was. You were editing at the time. Yeah, I was just working on some audio. There was is it, no, is it no ghost telling playing. you to knock it off? Right, right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's three o'clock in the morning. Go get some sleep. You know, stop working. And uh, and so since that time, we have actually had uh, quite a few things happen here. We've had uh, a table with uh, laundry detergent on it and watched laundry detergent slide off and fall to the floor i was gonna say did it did the laundry like do itself i, because I, I wish <laughs> sign you know, me I, up I, falls you know, to the floor, I, i've actually falls. nicknamed this i don't know the name of of the presence of things that have happened here but we nicknamed it george and uh so that's <laughs> a very it's a very inventive <laughs> maybe name. he's mad because that's not his name stop calling me george you know and uh i'm so, not from the jungle <laughs> and so one of the one of the, the oh. most recent things it'll happen is where what was that it's george that's George. That's George. That was, that was weird. Yeah. You, guys are hearing that. you guys are hearing that too, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Did I that just happen to you? really hope that picked up the audio. The f- right? <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, I got goosebumps just now. Yeah, I got, my feet <laughs> just got really real quick, cold. Real quick, real quick. For anybody who's listening to this right now, we're telling this story, and we literally just had like an electrical like interruption. Ugh. Yeah. And it, in I, a room, I, I, in a room where Jay has had EVP sessions, he's heard things, uh, and I literally just got chills. I feel a cool way. I mean, <laughs> this, is, this isn't a play oh on the intro. God. This is literally no, happening have, right now. I have, te- I, have, I, have, I have so much right now. I have tears in my eyes right now. <laughs> and so, so I, so I've had these crazy experiences, and I've had, and I've had one that's been a really positive experience too. And I'll, I'll explain that. I know I got a short amount of time here to try to touch on everything yeah. briefly before we got to end but um fuck. are you okay yeah i'm fine that <laughs> so was weird. I, I was down here with a client and we heard upstairs we heard boom a big bang and we're like no no one's upstairs what was that and i and i theoretically yeah um <laughs> actually my uh so we go upstairs and big look and theory. there's and there's a yeah 
<laughs> and there was a spot where these these three bottles are always sitting on a dresser, like hair care bottles, whatever, and uh, and they're shortest to tallest, and they're always in this order. And the one that's in the middle of the dresser in the center was laying on the floor on the opposite side of the room in a spot where it would never, ever be at, right? Mm-hmm. And so that struck us to do an EVP session, and we started getting asking questions and, and receiving responses, some of them intelligent, like direct responses to what we were asking. You've you've heard me in, in our intros and stuff before kind of joke like, welcome to Ocean Recording Studio, home of class one EVPs. <laughs> I wasn't joking. <laughs> like he why. actually he yeah. actually has these things. You know, my my thing is hopefully that maybe that'll that'll become a theme and I'll get some of these to happen on people's recordings and then people are like, I want, I want ghosts to my record. I'm gonna go to this guy. <laughs> like <laughs> and uh so yeah, we've had things say uh, every band that records here needs to put goat uh, George in their liner notes, like <laughs> right. featuring George on should, Astro uh, Sound. You should <laughs> rename your studio to like Ghost in the Machine Records or something. <laughs> you got it right. And uh, so yeah, we've had things. You know, dur- during that session, we you know we caught we recorded for about an hour and a half and had things such as like uh, saying you know uh, you know do you not like it when Justin enters the room because I would when these things would happen sometimes I would yell at it and say like hey. You know, this is not your house. You're not welcome here. You need to leave. Stop pissing it off. Or, you know, <laughs> and, and and so when we were doing it, the other person was asking, um, "Hey, you know, do you not like Justin? Because these the sounds things activity stopped when I walked into back into the room. Yeah, and and we heard a EVP in the back. Uh, I left. I shut the door, and we hear, um, you know, we shut the door. Do you want the door back open? And we hear almost like a little kid's voice go, "I don't like it." <laughs> And we're like, well, you know, you don't hear these till you're listening back because the frequencies are, you know, if you believe in this stuff, are are very high frequency that the human ear can't just right. pick up out of nowhere. You know, things like that or, or, or another one um, calling out a person's name or, you know, and, it, and a lot of this you have to really listen in. And, and it's a spot where, you know, you call out if you say, hey, I moved, I hit my hand on the table there, that's me. I'm stepping. Right, you and, gotta like and, debunk the... And, right, and so when you say something and you're quiet afterwards and there's no sounds going on whatsoever, no one else in, in the in the building, the house, and then you hear a response that sounds like words coming mm-hmm. back to you in a different voice from nobody that's there. I, yeah. I don't know how to explain that. Well, right. so here's what we're gonna do. We're going to... Uh, we thought yeah. about putting these recordings on, on the, the stream here. Yeah, we thought about um, playing them live, but... It's not going to do you much justice. So what we're going to do is we're going to, uh, sometime between now and when we post this. You guys just heard it again. I, I, I heard that oh, click, yeah. Um, uh, sometime between now and uh, when we were, when we post this, maybe a little after, we're going to post up a video of uh, Jay's EVP sessions. And we're gonna, we'll are gonna we put some uh, captions so that you know yeah, what to hear for. Yeah. And tell us, tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. I mean, do you do you think we're full of shit? <laughs> do you, yeah, I mean, do you hear it? Like, tell us honestly. Like, what do you? We want to know what you guys think. I know that when Jay first showed them to us, like we were sitting here. I actually caught a couple of them without him even telling us what they were. Yeah, you did. And and you were kind of. I you, was a little bit more skeptical yeah. of it. Um, Which I'm, but that's the beauty of these things, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, yeah. but then even still, even trying to say, well, that could have been this and that. And yeah. there was one or two where you go, whoa, and it caught yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's a couple of things where nothing that you had done would make sense for that sound to happen, right? You know what I'm saying? So, right. and that is a little bit weird because your your microphones were obviously picking up something, right? Um, 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 just to uh, just to kind of wrap things up, I know that uh, getting get, getting back to movies and out of personal experiences. Uh, Mike and I kind of differ on what we think makes a good ghost mm, in in movies, and I I just wanted to ask like what's 
Well, I know, I know. Uh, there was one movie where we both thought that the uh, the representation of ghosts was really cool and creative. It was something that we hadn't seen. Yeah, which is um, we are still here. Oh yes. Um, I actually the first time I saw the trailer, I I thought it was more like a like a zombie type thing. Um, N- not zombies really, but uh, just like I didn't think it was ghosts. I thought it was just some kind of creep because they yeah. had that kind of ashy burning. Like I I I thought yeah, it was I, like I thought it was, was like a, it was decaying a bodies. It was you a know? different representation. Uh, it still worked for me though. Uh, ghosts, like I like a very astral type ghost. Mm-hmm. I want ghosts to be a little bit see through. I want them to be wispy. You know, yeah, wispy. That's a good word for wispy. it. Wispy. Wispy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, that's how I like my ghosts. You know what I'm saying? I want them to look like. Maybe it's very stereotypical because I grew up wanting to see ghosts like that. But like that's just that's just how I see them. You can like look, you, don't, you, you don't like the uh, you definitely. I know for sure you definitely don't like the the Japanese horror type. No, ghosts. I don't. I don't like ghosts that look like they are solid material right because that's not a good you're not solid you're 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 ghosts to me by definition you're astral you're you're in between worlds you know what about let me let me bring something up to you (laughs) i uh as far as like ghosts not being we actually talked about this like whether whether or not we're going to get around to talking about this because it would almost be a crime for us to not talk about the shining yeah which is one of the best ghost stories ever um the book and the movie even though the movie differs so greatly from the book but um you don't like this idea of like a like a tangible being as a ghost but like one of the scariest scenes in any ghost story ever is when he goes in is it room room three 237 yeah when he goes into room 237 Mm -hmm. and he sees the you know there's the the sexy lady standing <laughs> like getting out of the bath fine fine <laughs> <laughs> and he walks up and he's you know kind of caressing her and stuff and then he sees her in the, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. like that it's a it's a it's it's tangible it's something that he's actually able to touch mm-hmm. and interact with but you don't like that um i don't dislike it uh the shining's weird for me though um <sighs> I did not dislike The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, I have very specific, very specific tastes, though, when it comes to, to to my horror movies. I think I've only seen The Shining twice. First time that I saw it, I did not like it. Really? Um, it was way too long. First off, for me, it lost my interest. This guy. Now, now, mind you, this was a long time ago. This yeah. was a long time ago. Um, I, so then I rewatched it maybe a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot more the second time than I did the first time. That being said, I don't know. There's something about The Shining. Um, I respect it for everything that it does. I recognize how important it is. I recognize all the things that it does that are amazing. I, I get I get that. Like That's not lost on me. Mm-hmm. I just think that as far as ghost movies, when I'm watching a ghost movie, it doesn't have everything that suits my tastes. Does that make sense? Uh, I mean, give some examples. Um, like, I don't know. I really liked, I really liked the times when, like, Jack Nicholson is in the bar, and technically the bar is empty, but he's seeing Bartender and the ghost, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like he's seeing it fully. That seems really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I really dug that. I really dug the, the twins scenes, you know, <clears> like, that was really cool. I think for me, it wasn't so much the imagery or anything like that. That all worked for me. 
I think it was just the overall, um, <clears throat> not the tone, because I guess the tone was fine. I don't know. There's just something about it that didn't grab me fully. Like it didn't em embrace my 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 horse. I, I don't know what it was about it. Like it's one. It's weird. It's, it's I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I think the reason, uh, just to kind of touch on this idea that like you don't really like a like a physical ghost, something you you can interact with. Yeah. But to me, you're watching. You're watching the his his gradual descent into madness. Yeah. And and to me it's almost like the the more insane he gets, the more real the world of the ghosts. Yeah. Are. Well, so quick, so real, it real makes quick. him it makes him better it like it, it makes him more able to interact with that world. I and, wanna... and to me that's a pretty frightening concept. Like there might be I, I mean, you know, like there's there's insane people in the world right now who claim to see things that nobody else can see, and maybe that's maybe that's kind of what it is. Like the more you actually like lose yourself in your mind in like the world that we see and perceive as as reality, the more you like descend into madness. You see more of what's actually going around us, going on around us, like in otherworldly, I don't know, not dimensions, but I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so think that, that's what grab, that's what really kind of grabs me about that movie is is the fact that he's you're watching his his gradual descent and it's becoming more real to him. Yeah, which is that's a, that's scary. Well, excuse me. You know, uh, like that you were talking about how I don't like a human looking ghost. Yeah. To clarify that, like the ghosts that you see in in The Shining, they're, they're humans. Mm -hmm. It's as if he's just talking to a human. Right. I'm fine with that, because it's it's because you don't know the difference. I guess. What I guess when I say when I don't like ghosts that are very human, like I don't like ghosts that are overly human, like 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 the, the Japanese ghost, for example, yeah. or the. Uh, even in The Conjuring, I had a problem with the, with the ghost that was on top of the the, the cabinet. Well, in it's, the Conjuring. it's like, like you don't you don't like a you don't because in the like in the Shining are, in the Shining they're like overly human. In the Shining, you know? it's like like it's it's the ghosts that look like humans. It's almost like they're just going about their business. Like yes. they don't know they're ghosts. That's exactly it. But in yes. Japanese horror and stuff like The they're Conjuring, I think stuff, they're trying to be ghosts. They are. Yeah. They're ghosts, but they. Yeah, they're trying to be scared. Like yes. it's like if they're coming at you, if they're coming after you, you want them to be more astral. Of a, yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Exactly. If they don't know they're not ghosts. Like there's a difference between vengeful spirits and then just a ghost. Right. Like someone just when you're just a ghost and you're just going along your business because you might not know you're dead or whatever, you're just you're very normal. Which, you're not anything ghosts, different than what you are. The ghosts in the shining were technically vengeful spirits i think that's what makes them more frightening though is and and the same with like house on haunted hill they were vengeful spirits as well but they were pretending to be normal mm -hmm. to to like draw people in i think that's way scarier than a than a uh like a like a floating ethereal sort of which is that's frightening on its own sure, like sure. uh like like mama Mm -hmm. You know, you you see uh, you see the ghost is she's all twisted and and weird and 
and uh, and Javier. And, yeah, Javier. But she's, yeah. she's so Javier. Well, and the, and the like almost looks like her hair. Like she almost looks like uh, she's underwater. The way her hair and her dress moves All and stuff falling. like that. Yeah, yeah. That's super frightening. Yeah. But that's to me, astral, that 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 has right. sort of an astral. And type. I like that yeah. too. But to me, there's something very frightening about a ghost pretending to be like a, a real human in order to kind of draw you closer to their world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like, that's, that's scary. I think that's where we differ on our opinions what you, of what ghosts. What do you think, Jay? Might be the decision I, maker? I, I, I like, personally, myself, I still like the kind where it's more portrayed as what we would expect in real life where you can't see it. You know, where it's something Some, happens. Sounds like Jay's on side, Mike. You know, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, screw you guys then. <laughs> you know, maybe it's because things that I've experienced and, and you know, maybe not, but... um. Does anybody just like the uh, the good old fashioned sheet with holes in it anymore? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I w- I will say, what was it? Paranormal Activity uh, two or three, where they actually did the sheet gag. Oh, I forget. I don't know which one it was. It was the it was the same one the, where that you part, remember you um, remember the scene where all the cabinets open at the yeah, same time. Yeah, two. It was, was two. It, okay, so it was, was two. two. It was uh, you see the it's like a sheet, like somebody's underneath a sheet, and it. And it slowly walks up behind the mom, and then oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden, and she turns around and it just drops. Drop falls. It just right? drops to the floor. Yep. yep. Like I thought. That's funny. I thought like, well, it's, it's cool because it was kind of a call out to, you know, what Michael, what people's Michael idea Myers of ghosts used to be. Yeah. yeah. My, Michael Myers <laughs> did it first, and he did it best. But it was kind of a call out to what ghosts used to be. Is like covered in sheet, holes in it, whatever. Can you imagine if the entire ghost but, movie But they Patrick did it in Swayze, a way that it was oh, it was it was just so what'd you say? <laughs> Can you imagine the entire ghost movie if Patrick Swayze was just wearing a sheet over his head? It's so awesome. crazy. That. I want that special edition now so bad. <laughs> Uh, can you can you, you can remake the clay molding scene where he's just <laughs> the sheets just getting covered in <laughs> can you can you you could probably remake that Mike and right probably just add in the sheet on the yeah movie. yeah no um, <laughs> that's fantastic uh, uh, but uh, well I think we're there yeah I think we're I, there's there's actually. I I got like a list of ghost movies here that I wanted to talk about. And we're, we're gonna... I never uh, I never got into my own personal ghost stories. Yes, you did. No, I did. And I even had another well, you, experience. You told to us about you told us about your buddy who. Oh oh oh! Th- that wasn't my own personal though. That was just well, a story that I heard. You're, you're talking about your story my, of your house of my my parents' house. But we're not going to talk about shoot, that. We're going to say that for. The next episode we do about ghosts, because let's be honest, this is not a one episode. This topic. is not. Yeah, I imagine we're probably actually gonna do one closer to Halloween again. Like, and, and we may even just replay the same episode and tell you it's a new one because <laughs> we forget. No, we're yeah, no. At, at some point in time, whether it be this Halloween, whether whether it be whatever, we'll do. We're going to do another ghost episode at some oh, point. Yeah. Probably. Truth be told, every episode of ours that you've heard so far, we're probably gonna do. A, a sequel to yeah, and we'll because the, there's just so many good movies yeah. to talk about and uh, you can't get to them in the amount of time that we have with as much as we ramble so yeah. <laughs> which we do which um, we do we ramble a lot so yeah so <laughs> we'll leave you with that though you can um, look forward to that the next time that you hear from us um so uh, why don't you tell people where they can find us on social media um on the internet okay 
That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at the Buzzkill Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, and on SoundCloud. Uh, you can also find us at the Buzzkill PC on Twitter. Correction. What? You can find James um, at yeah, the Buzzkill PC because uh, James is our Twitter like genius right now. I'm lighting it up, he is, baby. Uh, he's killing it. <laughs> he's killing it. No, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting and somewhat exhausting to try and keep up with it. I'm new to it. Um, we um, are on. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Play. You're cutting me off. No, go ahead. <laughs> We're on Google Play, uh, Stitcher, third party apps. You know, pretty much anything. If uh, if you use an app. And you can't find us on it, and you're having to find us elsewhere. Let us know, and we will do our best to put ourselves where you want us. <laughs> I guess. Uh, put us, put us where you want us. We'll get underneath you. I mean, that's that's what we do. We're here to please. Um, also, we've uh, we've had a few people uh, on on Instagram and Twitter so far. Uh, our our friend Felicia. Um, an author on Twitter, author. which is really cool. I forget his name. We'll give him a little shout out next week. And uh, and Steve from Clown Shoes Brewery, which yes, uh, you know he we we drank Galactica from Clown Shoes a couple weeks ago, yep. and he's giving us ideas for beer pairings for uh, for for subsequent episodes. What a what a great guy though. Honestly, like, we mentioned him once on on the, on the show. We mentioned yeah. that we were drinking it. He. Got at us about some other stuff they had, and then like he's following up though. Absolutely, because like this he's is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, already like, give, he, like he's given us like we're already gonna drink another one of their beers for another episode coming up. I'm gonna drink probably one later tonight just because it's delicious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which uh, which brings me to a point that I, I wanted to say that if you have a brewery or know of one that that we should drink that goes along with an episode we should and, do and you can ship it to us <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, or, or it's local to where we can buy yeah it's, it, um, we're, we're actually having a tough time trying to find some of these but go ahead yeah so if you have a, a beer that you brew that we can go purchase somewhere and that would pair up perfectly for an episode for the show let us know and we can probably even throw a show together around that style of beer to make it work yeah yeah absolutely. yeah we're we are absolutely 100% not asking for free beer this is not this is not a ploy to try and no. get. Although if you want but, to send us but, free beer, go but for it. Send us free beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will gladly purchase. No, we we just we just absolutely we love getting suggestions from people. Uh, we're gonna at some yeah. point do another alien show and use the one that Felicia told us about. Uh, we're gonna use one that Clown Shoes Steve told us about. And if for some reason we ever do a mystery episode, we'll do the one from Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and even if you if you have a beer that doesn't necessarily fall into a certain category, I, I feel as though at some point in time in, in our, our lineage here, we're going to do an episode that probably doesn't... It's, it's kind of like a catch-all episode sure. where we're just going to talk about movies that don't really belong that we love. I'm yeah. sure that'll happen. And so, therefore, we'll choose a beer that we a, love. A grab that, bag. Yeah. yeah, a grab bag. Absolutely. Um, so, so, yeah, get uh, keep the Keep the suggestions coming. We love to hear them. It's, it's great hearing from people on social media. And, and we're, having a, we're, having a, <laughs> we're having a really awesome time with and this. And thank so. you to anybody who's sent us kind words over, the, especially the last week. Our Twitter's blown up over the last week. I think we've, You're welcome. We've, <laughs> we've grown by, like, 200 followers just in the last week. Now, granted, a lot of that has to do with James outstretching his... Penis. James has two hundred <laughs> people following him everywhere. It's my, it's my sweet but, fingers. Uh, but it seems like anybody who listens to us seems to like it, and we appreciate the kind words. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Yeah, thank you so much, and uh, until next time, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. boys.
Uh, hey guys, it's Jim and Mike again. Hi. <laughs> we, and Justin. Uh, yep, and Justin. <laughs> um, we wouldn't normally do this, but uh, we wanted to bring attention to something kind of weird that happened in the podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, we actually can't explain it. It's not. We're not doing this for for any sort of publicity or anything like that. We're honestly just weirded out by it yeah you mean you you've heard us talk about how justin has had uh weird things happen in this room before he's had his evps he's had you know uh, a number of other things happen if you go if you go back to uh an hour was it 24 an hour 24 in this podcast i start talking about the uh what i've nicknamed as george as the 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 family friendly ghost that lives in the house, right? Yeah, and and I, and, and you'll hear you, you hear a really kind of weird blip, and then you hear us react to something. While while we were recording, we heard a very strange, like high pitched electrical popping, popping, something in our headphones. And that's what we were reacting to, which never happens. Everything here is all power conditioned. Uh, everything is very pure power so there's no and if anything all, ever whatever. does happen though there's there's a gap within the recording right if your computer uh, was to glitch it would you would see the audio stop recording yeah there and, would, then, um, and then it would pick up there'd be like a little gap there'd be between just the, blank space the, where it cuts straight, the, straight the, line. the thing is and i mean if anybody wants if, proof of this if, if you we'll, if, we'll take a screenshot of we'll it. take a screenshot of, of it the 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 audio the waveform is completely rounded out it's it's perfectly it, seamed we just were missing a few seconds of what I was saying, what Justin was saying, yeah. right after he was talking about what he nicknamed this and the entity the, or whatever he George George <laughs> and the weird popping sound that we heard is it's not there, and what you're what you hear essentially is a blip from a few seconds, fast forward to a few other seconds, like like the the, the sound that we heard and what we were reacting to is gone. Right, there was but some that, actual dialogue that I was saying yeah. during that time. I'm a pretty quick talker. So in a few <laughs> seconds, I probably had like 170 words in there. <laughs> but, but realistically, there was probably about I don't know, eight words or something yeah, like that that yeah, I was speaking of that is just gone. And, and it's the best way to explain it for someone that doesn't isn't familiar with audio waveforms. If you were to cut that in the middle of me speaking, which is where it stopped in the middle of a word, it would be a straight line cut. And if you're continuing talking, your waveform, as your volume gets softer at the end of a word, it rounds down as it's... A smaller piece of information and it rounds down and fades perfectly seamlessly right into the next word so it sounds unnatural so it's almost as if that it, never happened it just kind of the two moments blended into each other that i have a an amazing editing ghost here i hate doing audio <laughs> editing projects it's the longest part of like when it comes to like doing a final project so like if i can hire him to edit my stuff like that <clears throat> do your thing george <laughs> yeah i got i got we so just I got yeah. we just we wanted to we wanted to bring this up at the end of the podcast it's uh it's weirding us out yeah it's we're we're all sitting here kind of kind of freaked out and really exhilarated by the whole thing because we thought it was cool yeah. and, 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 and it's and, interesting because i've experienced this stuff a lot so it doesn't really bother me so much it intrigues me and i want to see more things happen but seeing the guys right here and, and sarah get literally chills and, and actually their eyes get watery get tears in their eyes from experiencing something so weird in this room uh it's it's kind of interesting yeah, to see is, that this so. is definitely a first uh, yeah. first experience that i've had with something like this it's, and, and it's pretty cool we're not we're and, not making this up we're and, not, and listen uh, listening to it it may not it, it may not do justice to what is going on here right now but we're 
it's it's really unexplainable. It's really an unexplainable um, thing, yeah. and so it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Go uh, go back to what, one uh, hour. hour it was like one twenty four twenty nine or something like that. Yeah, one yeah. Uh, hour twenty four minutes. I was talking about uh, what I nicknamed as George. Once you start hearing me go um, on about my experiences, and then, and then you'll, then you, you'll hear like a cut, and then it'll get seamless into the next. Into thing, like a word like a that pop, like tailed, it's a weird, like it tailed off into a word that had an s in the middle of it yeah and i definitely wasn't saying a word with an s in it yeah right. it, was, it, was, it was the strangest thing so very uh, smooth so, crossfade props george that'll do it uh we just wanted to kind of bring that up to you guys and if anybody wants to listen to it if anybody honestly if if any sound uh, engineering experts out there want to see the waveforms i'm sure justin would be happy to send you the uh Raw footage, definitely. Maybe we can throw it up on the uh, Instagram or something. Yeah, uh, picture a screenshot of it. Well, well of we talked. We talked about putting in a video up to begin with. Maybe we can just add this and do it. Yeah, yeah. definitely for sure. So uh, that's that's it. Um, cheers, guys. Good and, night. Uh, <laughs> Good night to you guys. And if you're a ghost, happy haunting. Later, George. All right. Peace.